You can cry on command. And that is why I decided to create this. Welcome to Free Talk, the show to help you learn English the fun and simple way. Ready? Hello everyone and welcome back to a new episode of Free Talk Podcast, the show where we have one objective to take your English to the next level, the fun and simple way. My name is Alan and I am the host of this show. Welcome to the episode number two of this um, pronunciation-only series that we are having on Fridays. This is our second one, and today we are going to take a look at reduction. So, in the past episodes that when we have discussed pronunciation, we have talked uh, so far about um, intonation, intonation in nouns, intonation in compound words. We talk about, um, last in the last episode, we talk about... Uh, what inflection, so we change the pitch in different words within a same sentence and we changed the entire meaning of that sentence. And today we will talk about reduction. So I will give you uh, a four word uh, about reduction. So four word, F-O-R-E-W-O-R-D, four word, it is like imagine that you are reading a book, so before you enter into the subject matter of the book, before you enter into the actual content of the book, some books have a foreword. Sometimes this foreword is written by the same author, some other times is written by a different person, and it's an introduction to, uh, to the book. So in this case, we are going to have a foreword about reduction. Now, this is actually one of the things that trouble students the most. Because, uh, and well, I will address this as, um, as a Spanish speaker, because in, in Spanish, we pronounce the words in the same way that the words are written. So we have this um, natural association of uh, a sound, a letter, or a syllable with um, a sound. So we, we know how to pronounce words even if we don't know those words. And that is the case with some other languages. Some others, like English and particularly French, too, th this w these uh, languages are sometimes difficult to pronounce because th the words are not pr uh, pronounced. They are not... Uh, produced in the same way that they are written, and that is a complication. In the case of English, the biggest complication that I have found is especially this aspect of reduction, because we see a word and we are imagining how it's going to sound like, but the result is a very much shorter version. So it's very short because Americans tend to or like to chop 
sounds. So they reduced sounds and they are just making almost noises and that's how they put their words together. Now, in English there are many, many words that are going to suffer this um, transformation, this reduction, and we are going to try to um, cover them all as much as possible in future episodes in the section of a word on pronunciation. But today we are going to talk just about one, one particular sound, which is actually a preposition, that uh, is most of the times reduced. Now, why are we going to tackle, why are we going to discuss or to, to learn only one at a time? Well, first of all, because we, we want to make this a continuous series, so you, as I told you in the beginning, you can learn little pieces of information on every episode, and you have this weak time to practice them and to absorb them. And the second one is because, because they are so many, if I throw them all at you at once, if I just give you in one episode all these sounds, you are probably not going to remember all of them. If I teach you only one or two, maybe every episode, that's okay. I think that teaching you more than three would be over kill over kill uh, I will not explain you that word I would let you find that word on your own and you can leave me what is your what did you find about this word and if you could make the association with the meaning of this word with the things that I am talking about right now so once again the word is Overkill, O-V-E-R-K-I-L-L, overkill. Okay, so let's start uh, right away with the topic we will discuss today, and that is the reduction of the preposition to, the letter T and the letter O, to. So we are going to find, for this particular case, two scenarios, two different situations where the sound of the T of the two is going to be reduced and it's going to be reduced in two different ways. So let's start with the first one. The preposition to usually reduces so much that it's like you drop the vowel. It's like you ignore the vowel. The vowel is not there. So you only have the sound of the consonant, in this case, the T. So uh, the sound is going to be just like the letter T. So try making that sound. T, t, t. It's just the sound of the T, T. Or it could be the sound of the T plus the sound of schwa. Schwa. Schwa is a very common sound in English, it is not a letter, it's just a sound and it's present in so many words in English and it's this is very complicated sometimes for students to produce because 
it is not present in other languages and it's just like a vibration in if you place your hand in uh, on your chest like here right in the middle and you you make this sound you are going to feel this vibration on your chest it's only ah uh, ah uh. it's like you are uh, just inhaling air and you make this sound ah uh, ah uh. okay so let's check the words so you can see how this sound can be produced in this in these words so let's check the first one i will pronounce the first word as maybe you could imagine it is pronounced but then we are going to see how it is actually pronounced so the first one is today today so not yesterday today but in reality the sound is today today so there is no O, you see, it's today, today. There is no today, it's today. The second one is tonight, and it sounds tonight, tonight. T -t Try to make the two sounds one at a time. Tonight, tonight, and then put them together. Tonight, today, tonight. The next one. Tomorrow, it sounds like tomorrow, 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 today, tonight, tomorrow. The second one, well, the next one, it's actually a combination of the preposition to with the word work, to work. The sound is to work, to work, to work, to work. To work, to work, today, tonight, tomorrow, to work. Mm -hmm. <coughs> the next one, to school. It sounds like school, school, school. The next one, to the store, to the store. In this case, we are going to the, the, the first sound of T in the to preposition is again. And then we are not going to say to the, but we say to the, to the, to the store, to the store, to the store, to the store, to the store. Okay. So as you see, it's only one sound. We we maybe are thinking that there are three sounds to the store. I am going to the store, but in fact, it's to the store, to the store. To the store. Next one. We have to go now. We have to go now. It sounds like we have to go now. We have to. We have to go now. We have to go now. We have to. So we are we are merging. We are uh, <coughs> putting these two words together. Half and two, and the sound is half. Have to, have to, we have to, we have to go now, we have to go now, we have to go now. Alright, next one. He went to work. He went, past tense of go, he went to work. Went and to are going to combine in the sound and we have he went to, he went to work. He went to work. He went to. 
he went to work. All right? Next one. They hope to find it. They hope to find it. It sounds like they hope to they hope to find it. They hope to find it. They hope to they hope to find it. They hope to find it. They hope to find it. All right? Next one. I can't I can't negative. I can't wait to find out. I can't wait to find out. It sounds like I can wait I can wait to I can wait to find out. I can't wait to find out. I can't wait to find out. I can wait to uh-huh. I can wait to find out. I can't wait to find out. I can't wait to find out. Alright? Next one. We don't know what to do. We don't know what to do. The sound it's going to be in this case we don't know. Normal. We don't know. But now, in the next part, it's going to appear this change. And it's w t w. It's, you don't say, you don't even say what. It's w w t w t do. We don't know what to do. We don't know what to do. So we are changing the sound of what to practically to two sounds. W, w, like a duck. What we don't know what to we don't know what to do. We don't know what to do. We don't know what to do. Alright? Next one. Don't jump to conclusions. Don't jump to conclusions. It sounds like don't jump don't jump conclusions. Conclusions. Don't. The sound of this is sound. The, the sound here is the sound of J, the sound of M, the sound of T, and the sound of C. So listen. Don't jump. Don't jump. Conclusions. Don't jump to. All right. Don't jump to conclusions. Don't jump to conclusions. Don't jump to conclusions. Don't jump. Don't jump to conclusions. Okay. Don't jump to conclusions. Next one, the famous William Shakespeare quotation: "To be or not to be. To be or not to be. It sounds like to be, to be, to be or not to be. To be or not to be." To be or not to be, to be or not to be, to be or not to be, to be or not to be. There are no two in those examples. To, to be, to be or, to be or not, to be or not to, to be or not to be, to be or not to be, to be or not to be, to be or not to be. That's the question. And next one, the last, the last example on this first. Um, uh, use of this reduction, we are going to check. He didn't get to go. He didn't get to go. 
and it's going to sound like he didn't almost we don't say didn't it's just he didn't he didn't get to, he didn't get to, he didn't get to go he didn't get to go okay so apart from checking this reduction of just this particular preposition it's important that you start paying close attention to what people say or the way they say it when they speak here uh, remember that this this podcast is mainly to i mean my original idea with this podcast is to to be your uh, maybe the easiest and at the same time i hope interesting place to start gaining some higher level of understanding so in this case i am not speaking like this i i don't say today tonight tomorrow to work cold stir uh-huh because if i do that i would be no different from people talking on the television or on radio shows and so on so but now that you know this information it's absolutely recommendable that you try as much as possible to listen to people who are speaking not with the intention of teaching they are just speaking because it's their language people on the news they have zero intentions of teaching english or making themselves understandable they just want to convey they just want to transmit a message and they are going to speak like this so start listening to um, other sources people speaking at normal speeds and pay attention to what they are saying and how they are saying it and you are going to find that not only are they reducing these prepositions but they are reducing almost every single word and that is the main reason why it's so complicated to understand because we are expecting we have this um this notion that language should sound in a way but it turns out the reality is that it is not and this is also something that uh, in a way proves my my well not my theory but some of the things that i mentioned in um, one of the principles of the free course where i said that the language that we use we as teachers to teach english and you as students to learn english is very very uh, unnatural because people don't speak like that and you can listen to an entire conversation 50 times and you are saying yeah i understand this conversation now from my textbook so i am ready to listen to real actual conversations but unfortunately that is not always and hardly ever the case because the people in those conversations are speaking like that like like that hey what are you doing today oh today well i have a party tonight uh-huh and we we are expecting everybody to speak like that and that is not the case the conversation a conversation like that in the real world would go 
like like this like hey what are you doing tonight what what are you doing tonight what are you doing today oh today i'm i don't know i have a party tonight okay so we need to start challenging ourselves we need to start I mean, I think this is a great place to begin. This is a great place to gather all this information. But then, every once in a while, take the leap. Uh -huh. Do something different and say, okay, I am going to maybe listen to, I don't know, two minutes, three minutes of a conversation. And I am going to listen to it over and over again until I find this thing that Alan was talking about. And when you find it, when you can when you can identify that sound it's going to be so much easier to continue doing that um in the future one of my plans for this podcast is to well to launch a second podcast we don't have it this is right now just a thought it's just some idea in our minds but we want to do it because we we think that um uh, sometimes there is going to be another middle ground, another middle point. So sometimes maybe it's still difficult to move from this podcast to another podcast. And I completely understand that. So we want to make a second podcast that gets you closer to that. So you can go from, let's call it, Free Talk Podcast 1, which is uh, slower and it's more... Um, I don't know, more ed educative if you want. Uh -huh. or, and then we are going to make a second podcast where uh, language is going to be less analyzed and more talked about. And then from that podcast, you can take the leap to real authentic content, which is, I think, the idea for for all of you. You want to eventually... Go to use the things that you want to. And that is uh, how we want to help you do that. So uh, this podcast that I mentioned is just right now an idea. We have a lot of work to do with the things we are doing right now. And if we decide to one day launch this second podcast, it would take a long time before we, we can do it. But just to let you know that that is a possibility that we are considering okay so this is um how we um we are going to finish this episode on pronunciation where we check the reduction of two so basically we almost practically eliminate the vowel and we only conserve the sound of the t, t or t, t with a schwa so to give you something to work, I am going to post all these examples that I mentioned on this episode. I am going to post them in the in the blog post we are going to make for this episode. So if you are listening to this episode through iTunes or through Stitcher, um, and if you want to check this um, the examples we mentioned today make sure you visit our page www.freetalkingles.com slash podcast and in the moment that you are listening to this episode the list of words is ready on the page and also i mean i am going to place uh, sorry to to post 
these examples there, but also I am going to uh, I am going to to write next to it how they would sound, because again we we think on sentences as individual words and we say we have to go now and we are thinking five individual sounds we have to go now but when we say it it's only four sounds because we are combining words and the sound is we have to go now we have we have to go now so this reduction on the sound can be sometimes confusing so on the blog post for this episode I am going to post the original words and the way they could be read uh-huh. the perhaps most literal translation in writing so that's going to be it for this episode for the episode on Monday on Monday we have a very special episode that I hope you you will like it so don't forget to come here again on Monday at 6 p.m. to listen to this um, special thematic podcast thank you very much for listening and I will see you next Monday keep it simple